Hello. I'm so glad you're here today. I am Mary from Mary's Home Sweet Home Creations and A to Z Parent Talk. Today on A to Z Parent Talk, we're going to be talking about uh, the elementary school age from 6 to 12 year olds. Um, the last uh, video I did, we were talking about um, the toddler age and we were I was refreshing um, some of the ideas that the uh, theorists, the child psychologists and theorists have uh, come up with over the years and uh, so we covered some of those on fears and uh, uh, the also their development and um, their their views on or where they're at in their development during that time and what is normal and what the theorist uh, thought about it. So if you didn't see that one, I would go back and watch that. Um, this one is going to be all about 6 to 12 year olds and their development and there are some things uh, in here about the theorists and what they've uh, come up with about children in this age group. Um, the uh, There's similar things, similar categories like uh, the physical development, the language, um, the um, different uh, social emotional development. So um, we're going to be talking about some of those today. Um, between this age of 6 to 12 year olds, um, they start to, to gain some control of their physical abilities and their social behaviors and also their uh, language. So they're usually able to do a lot of things on their own now, where as toddlers they weren't able to do all of those all the things that they can now and it'll just keep progressing from six years old on up to the 12 year old uh, age that we're talking about today. Um, uh, my lighting is a little weird I'm trying to fix it but it's not working so uh, <laughs> that's what it's about videos so you got to figure out what room you're in where the lights coming from but uh, so the the children um, during this period of time are dealing with uh, their successes and their failures and what they're capable of and maybe what they're not capable of what they need to improve on um, and then challenges in doing that um, and then there's also some separation going on uh, with the children and their parents um, trying to pull away a little bit because they're in school all day with um, teachers and classmates and they're not having that contact with their parents throughout the day so there is some separation going on until and then when they get home um, if the parents are open to listening and being available um, like I've talked about before the children will be um, responsive in giving you information about what happened in their day if they know that 
there's a time available for that and that you as a parent are listening to them, they will tell you a lot more than if you're ignoring what they're saying and you don't make that time for them. So listening to them and finding out what's going on for them at school is very important um, through these age groups. And um, there's a lot going on physically for uh, this age group. Um, between five and 10 years old, um, boys are usually physically uh, actually behind girls in some ways. Um, height and weight, this is the standard um, information that, that uh, boys are usually um, not physically up to where the girls are at this age. So girls might be getting taller than the, some of the boys and they might be developing uh, much more physically than the boys are. And so um, they uh, tend to also mature a little faster than the boys. So um, if you were, you know, when you think back to being in elementary school and how the girls, you know, maybe hang out together and then the boys kind of hang out together and the boys are 10, well, I am a girl, so this is my experience. Boys tend to be a little more goofy, silly, and do things like chase after the girls. And some of the girls are just like, why? Why are you doing that? Like, you know, can't you just talk to me? I don't know why you're chasing me around. But some girls will participate in that and on the playground. But, um, but, you know, according to uh, the statistics and the, the psychologists, child psychologists, this is the age where girls are physically um, ahead and emotionally, socially, maybe. And so until the boys catch up, and they do catch up about 10 years old. So then they start to exceed as they get older. They'll get taller than the girls, some girls, and on and on. So they mature a little more as they get older. Um, now, there's exceptions to all of this. You know, there are boys that mature much earlier, physically, emotionally, mentally, everything. Um, and then there are some girls who are less mature and always stay uh, physically um, smaller or less mature in that way where um, a lot of girls will be developing in that time frame too from uh, you know the um, during you know 10 to 12 13 year old the, uh, the boys might be noticing things about them that are developing like their, their breasts and the girls are um, getting used to the idea that they are developing and having those hormones and all that thing uh kinds of things and when that starts to happen the girls start to be more emotionally um unpredictable i would say <laughs> depending on uh you know what's going on with them so that is a part that where the boys and the girls might separate also is like the girls start getting more emotional and they're 
having to deal with some of those um, physical um, developments that boys don't have um, and they can't really understand some of it you know they don't really understand it so they, there's a separation in that like well I don't know what's why she's acting that way today she wasn't that way yesterday and you know um, she's just crying for no reason uh, all I said was uh, you know I liked her her shirt or something and then she started crying so there's things like that that go on between boys and girls in this age group and so um, if you remember about being back in school it, it can be a difficult time for boys and girls trying to figure out what's going on with each other um, maybe deciding I just want to hang out with the boys like girls are just unpredictable unpredictable emotionally and the girls are like well girls are only ones that understand what I'm going through so yeah I'm gonna just hang out with the girls you know uh, or before that the boys are just like oh gosh they're so silly why are they act like that you know the girls might be looking at them that way so there's so much going on for these kids at this age that um, we as parents have to be empathetic understanding and have the the listening ear for them because uh, sometimes they just need to air out what's going on with them uh, you might have some advice for them and you might have some um, encouragement and some explanations for them that they won't get at school uh, because the adults in the school are there to teach children they may cover some of these things um, in their talks at school but most of it should be coming from home from mom and dad um, maybe even grandparents if that's a, something that the parents want them to do for them but it's all um, it's all the things that that they want to share and they want to ask questions about and they want to address with someone but it's not maybe going to be their teachers or, or the people in the school um, and if they go to their friends they might be getting information that is not correct or information that only had come from their parents or uh, their older brothers and sisters so you really need to check in on those things because uh, you want them to get the right information you want them to get the information that you as a family um, agree on you and your husband as or you and your boyfriend or you and your you know if you're a single parent it's going to be your ideas and maybe your the grandparents but really it should be coming from the parents so um, make sure that you just keep checking in on that because they can get some wild ideas from other places <laughs> and you may not even realize it till you finally have that conversation so um, make time to listen to your kids and let the, allow them to ask questions and share things with you um, in their intellectual development at this ages is um, ongoing throughout because they're starting in like first grade 
up to um, sixth grade. So there's a big span there. And um, they start out really engaged in learning at, you know, five and six years old. They're just, it's all so exciting and they just want to get in there and learn as much as they can and they're just absorbing it all if they're in the right environment. Um, if they're if they're having some difficulties or if they have some learning difficulties or some physical handicaps, any of that will 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 hold them up a little bit in this category. Um, they may not feel up to par with the rest of the group if that if they're having some difficulties. So there's another place where you need to be listening to your children and paying attention and encouraging them. Even if you have identified that there is a difficulty with reading or writing or uh, math or they, were, they have a physical disability that keeps them from being able to keep up um, with the other students. Those are things that need to be addressed by the parent and um, encourage your children to always try more let's find a different way to learn that or to do that um, and and it is something that you may have to address with your child so don't forget that that could be an element um, that gets maybe overlooked in in their emotional and social um, development and um, Schools are pretty good about addressing these things with the other children um, and and also in getting children to help each other out when their ability is maybe above another child. Um, and they can form some really good relationships that way when they're mentoring for some other child. And they really love to do that. <laughs> They love to be um, helpful and to get that um, encouragement to do that for other people helps them later on that they will reach out to people who need help. Um, and doing it in a, in a way that is more like a friendship. I want to do that for you because I really like you. So um, schools are usually really good about doing that. It depends on your teacher and all of, a lot of things, well, who else is in the classroom. But overall, um, I have seen that the, it's, it is a pretty positive place for kids who might have some disabilities. And there's lots of help in the schools for the things they might need. Um, there's, there's always room for improvement in all of this because um, we're constantly learning more and more about uh, children who have difficulties in learning or mental illness or in physical illness. Um, and socially, everything changes all the time because of our um, environments that we grow up in, uh, because of our um, situations in our communities and in the world and recently because of all of the lockdowns and the COVID situations and the masking, all of that has affected all, all of us, uh, adults and children. And so we need to boost ourselves up uh, past that because 
our kids still have a great um, chance to be a, a wonderful person with great abilities and to be able to succeed in their lives and we need to give them that hope that that is possible and that encouragement to make sure that they're looking toward their future and looking toward hope and uh, success so um, so what, that is one thing that we still need to be aware of though is if there's they're having some difficulties in, in one of these developmental categories or if somebody who's a very good friend with them has that or there's another classmate they talk to you about so you need to be aware of what it is you want to share with them about that and they need the opportunity to ask those questions too okay um the language development like i talked about before will just keep getting better and better um as they're in this six-year-old age group probably things have been identified or they're going to be being identified in this um, age group if there's a problem with a language um, barrier um, if they're multi-language or um, they're having coming into school uh, with a different language than is being taught uh, they're going to have some extra help there if they're coming in and they're not quite up to speed with their words in how many words they should be speaking, maybe having some speech problem, um, just difficulties with certain letters or sounds, or if uh, that's gonna come up already about in that age group. It may have already been identified, but if not, it will be in that age group that's uh, they want to get them on track pretty early um, and then as they get that extra help they will develop and maybe catch up at some point and not need that anymore some children will continue to have that help um, but it's pretty common for some age groups to have difficulty with um, their pronunciation of words and uh, ours in particular are difficult there are four different types of r sounds which um, i only learned because my son and daughter had dyslexia so i had to educate myself about dyslexia and the things that can go on for them and in fact i also tutored my son uh, during English class at school <laughs> so that he would be getting what he needed uh, in the way that he could learn it um, and uh, sometimes that was in a private school so they didn't have um, some of the the help that public schools have as far as uh, children who have uh, some disability and or difficulty in reading writing any of those things the public schools have a little more um, more teachers and more um, money probably to work on those things and so uh, when he was in a when they were on in private school um, they collaborated actually with uh, public schools also for some help so 
I would take my kids sometimes to the public school after school to get some extra help. So yeah, there's good and bad on both sides. And you know, I've probably done it all <laughs> that there is to do from private to public to both moving them back and forth. And I did some homeschooling early on. So um, you as a parent have to just be aware and know what your capabilities are because at some point when I was homeschooling uh, one of my child children that was just not doing well in the junior high level which is so common because we all know junior high is like you are either at the top of your game or you are struggling <laughs> socially and emotionally everything's happening so um, so one of my daughters just was not happy and I said, okay, let's just, we're just going to homeschool this year. Well, it didn't take long for me to realize that my ability to, uh, teach this child at that level was not there. In fact, she was very, very capable and very, very smart <laughs> beyond, uh, anything that I could have given her. And so we would end up having discussions and arguments about certain issues and really not not helpful for her except that she really realized how much she knew and uh she's like well i i know a lot i should be able to get through these years but it was more for her it was a social situations that were bothering her but once uh, I realized my capabilities at that age group were limited and she was far beyond me already, I'm like, okay, um, you need to go back to school now. So she ended up going back to school and in a public school. And it was interesting because after she finished that year, she decided she really did like going to the private school. So she switched back to private school. So it just took that time for her to realize what she had there and what she was capable of. And that all that other emotional and social stuff that was happening, um, it was going to pass as we all get through it. Um, and that she was um, going to be able to, you know, be very successful in finishing up her uh, junior high years and then going into high school. So you never know uh, what your situation is going to be. And uh, as a parent, you have to make some choices with your kids. And uh, hopefully if you're, uh, you know, mother and father are on the same page, otherwise you have some other issues you have to deal with. Um, and if you're a single parent, uh, you have you have a harder job because you're taking on a lot for both, uh, you know, when you have two parents. So um, some of your choices may not be able to be the same as some other people's, but there's a lot of people out there in the school systems and in your community that want to help people, help kids. So if you need to reach out for that, you, you should do that. Um, and um, the other thing I wanted to talk about um, is, you know, in that social development 
um, and emotional social development that um, empathy, praise, positive encouragement, um, giving them choices to learn um, different things, you know, introducing things maybe outside of school that they enjoy, that they want to learn about. Um, and what is their heart desire? Maybe they always loved drawing from the time they were little. You can put them in art class if you find one or um, encourage that in the school with your with their teacher that this is their thing they love to do. And they might get to draw the bulletin board picture or the teacher might seek them out to do something special that they like. Um, they might be interested in sports and sports, uh, you know, intramural type sports where they're playing against each other. Um, there's more and more and more of that in this community. Um, I know I was a coach for a soccer team, a couple of different soccer teams, um, at a very, the little ones, um. It's called mini bolts or something, and and they were just you know kindergartners basically were the ones that I um, oh and then there was some that were just a little bit old, but um, I was a you know athlete growing up. Um, I was your average athlete. I wasn't this like superstar, but um, I really never played soccer, but. I jumped in there and did it and the kids loved playing soccer so it was easy and nobody was too upset if I didn't know something or do it the right way. There was a couple parents who were very serious already at that age so uh, later on in my children didn't keep pursuing soccer but um, some of them continued on up until college. So. Um, it really just depends on the family and where, where you're at with that kind of thing. But really giving them some opportunities to try things out. You know, there's gymnastics and there's uh, roller skating. Here there's ice skating and uh, hockey. And there's, uh, um, if you're not on the team, um, the school teams now, there's other traveling teams there's just so much for kids um, but you also have to balance that with your family um, my family didn't uh, choose to go into those traveling things and it, and you know as somebody who did sports my whole time in school I was really wanting that athlete you know which is funny because it's usually the dads that are like, I gotta have a football player, I gotta have a baseball player or something. And my husband was not that person. Um, he's a skier and he's um, very physically active. He's doing stuff all the time. Um, and he's a, he was a hiker and a, a mountain biker and that type of thing. And but he wasn't a, and he played a little bit in uh, wrestling and stuff like that in school, but never like hardcore uh, sports. And um, so I was the one that was like, oh, I just I really hope they keep continuing this. They're so good at it. I know they could do better and they'll be on the team, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? None of them pursued past um, probably 
junior high level. And that's okay because they're all skiers and they're swimmers and they love being in nature and they hike and um, and my other daughters she does boating uh, kayaking and we always have had a boat for several years so they water ski and so there's many other um, physical activities and sports that are um, maybe necessarily a team sport or a school sport or so there's always opportunity there to um, encourage your children to um, do other things if they're not that that child that is going to be a football player on the high school team and have his name in the paper every week so and you know that's great for those kids and but the other kids have opportunities and they uh, it's up to us as parents to give them those opportunities outside of school and to encourage them and if you're a single parent it's uh you need might need a little extra help you know a little help uh from your friends your neighbors whose uh, kids are in that particular sport might give them rides um help you out a little bit and then there's grandparents grandparents are so important for our kids in helping them have uh that love and um and and our the history of our families our history of our our uh, state the history of our country the history of our world it um you have parent grandparents that know a lot more because they've been around a lot longer and they've seen a lot of things and that's just great information for your kids and they have time and they love spending that time with their grandchildren. So take advantage of that. They will love it. And um, the other things uh, that I was going to cover is um, the peers, their peers, how they see themselves compared to their peers. We talked a little bit about that in the intellectual part. But also in watching them succeed in in sports or succeed in other things that they do, dance or um, that's another thing that kids can do. Um, or or maybe they're uh, in drama or they're music kids and they succeed in uh, going to the top choir. Um, but they're always kind of looking at everyone else, comparing themselves to them. And it's up to us to just help them find their niche, find where they belong, find what they love, find what their passion is, and so they can succeed in whatever that is. Um, and so that is um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about. But this one's getting long, so I'm going to go ahead and stop, and we will pick up where we left off on the six to 12 year olds, the next video. Have a wonderful evening, afternoon or morning, whenever you're watching this. And I hope you come back to hear the next video. And if you haven't watched some of the others, go back or heard them, go back and listen to them. Uh, and you can follow along up to this point. And I'm so glad you were here today. Bye-bye.